I didn't think you had it in you. All right, what's the plan? You want me to speak? We're not pointing you yet. Alrighty then. And here we go. Oh, look at this run. What a run. Marshawn Lynch. Still on his feet. Has blockers now. He's dancing his way for the touchdown. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what time it is? Odd pod. Time for the odd pod. So we are without Gage today. His immune system sucks again. God, there's a lot of people getting sick. First, he's <laughs> sick, comes back for a week. Then he's sick again. I think he's just trying to get out of work. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If he was just trying to get out of work, he'd be here because his work probably doesn't listen to this. <laughs> so I'm going to go with he's probably sick. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Probably. I should send some of this, this apple pie. This apple juice that we made at home. Yeah. I should send this to him. It'll make him all better. Yeah. It'll clean him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you thought it was moonshine and it's just apple juice. We made a bunch. We made like apple with cinnamon. We made apple just by itself. And then we made apple by moonshine. Do you just have apple trees outside your house or something? Yeah. We went ahead and got like, I don't know, we had like 120 pounds. Oh, wow. So we went ahead and just processed it. Huh. It was good. How's the CEO house? Actually, well, my wood floor is done. Yeah. Kitchen's done. I'm working on the laundry room right now. Ooh. I cleaned out my garage last weekend. It's, well, cl- not cleaned it out, but I, I put it this way. Before this last weekend, uh, you couldn't walk through the garage. It was I'm all packed. I'm pretty sure that's just, everyone's garage. I don't know. <laughs> but now half my garage is cleared. Pretty sure everyone's garage is like, if, the, if you tell me that your garage is fully organized, left, right, up, down, for longer than a week... <laughs> you're a psychopath because everyone's garage gets full because you always do the oh just throw it in the garage oh just throw mm-hmm. it in the garage oh just throw it in the garage yeah, I was tired of that yeah and so I went ahead and uh, took a dump run with this and it's just like extra boxes because we're still trying to unpack yeah you know and so but I mean but we got a lot of the materials out of there you know the the shrapnel from putting in the ceiling shrapnel from putting in the floor shrapnel from putting, building all the walls but then next week it'll be trash because you'll they at that i'll just throw it in the garage again Mm-mm. no nope i unburied the car was able to start it all up and ooh the cobra yeah ooh it's not that weather for it yet is it huh? <laughs> no no but just sitting in you know you get in an old car you know it you know yeah Get you all tingly inside? Well, it did after I sat in the garage in the car for about 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, I think those are actually the fumes from the car going to your head. That was my point. (laughs) You know, I'm shocked you made it today. Oh. Why? Because you had fumes from a vehicle. You probably would have died. No, that that was Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So I had, you know. No, well, the garage door was open. Oh, okay. No, you don't. Come on now. Yeah, so I, I made sure to open up the garage door and the back door, the man door, so you know it had cross breeze. Uh, okay, so you were smart a little bit. Mm-hmm, a little bit. I see you're wearing a work shirt today. I worked today. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, working wow. in store um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays now. So, Ooh. well, I miss it. I miss yeah. it, and so I just I wanted to get back in and start working, and and then now I'm realizing that um, one, uh, I got a lot to learn on the computer system. And two, I had to make an an order today, a Cisco order today, and the the site just got updated, and so it was kind of squirrely. Yeah, oh, that was a pain. You had to do the Cisco ordering. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and it was funny as people go, "Oh yeah, but you don't work in there all the time." I'm like, "Yeah, but you can make it." I mean, pfft, walk into any store and just look around and know what to order. Until when they're calling you <laughs> like yeah, Saturday this week, yeah. Mike, what the <laughs> hell did you order? Hey, by the way, can you go and we'll call and pick me up these 17 items that you did not order enough of? <laughs> I didn't say I was good at, you know. I don't know. Oh, boy, but no, screwed. so yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday. And what's crazy is, um, I, oh, you know, we wear khakis and mm-hmm. it's like I had one pair of khaki pants and like 12 pair of khaki shorts. Yeah. But that was 25 pounds ago. <laughs> oh, wow. But... Uh, Nah, but no, they, so they still the, fit. They still fit, though. Hey, those don't look like khaki shorts. Those look like cargo shorts. No side pockets, sir. Hmm. Oh, you think <laughs> just because you're the CEO of the company, you can break <laughs> rules around here, huh? Why don't you lead by example, Ed? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, they gave me. They're giving me a little latitude. Yeah. So, but no, it's fun. Oh my yeah. god, it's so much fun. And you know, you know, we have sheeters, but I don't use the sheeters, so. You get hand tossing dough and all that stuff, and I made like five batches of dough today. And oh yeah, oh so you're doing everything? Oh yeah, no, I, 
I'm more comfortable working than I am like I don't like you know I don't like the computers. <laughs> Just give me give me. I mean because now a lot of the orders come in, yeah. and uh, like I was working with Ray today, and Ray came back from a delivery. He's like, Mike, there's three orders. I'm like, where? <laughs> the phone didn't ring once. He's like, uh, Mike, they come in online. And they print right to this receipt printer over here. I'm like, oh. You didn't that. hear the... No, I was, I was working. I was um, cutting green peppers in the back. And, you know, I had done dough. And so I just was like, you know, I was just focused on working. As soon as the phone rings, boom. You know, I run to the phone. Yeah. But now the phone don't ring. I would say that out of the... I think we had about 14 orders today. Yeah. Out of the 14, I think three were on the phone. Yeah. The other 11 came in digitally. Hey, how often are you doing one of these? The, <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hunting um, and pecking? Oh, yeah. oh, what else can I get for you after that? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, I'm uh, smart. I actually, I, and I, I teach all the people that, that do the phone. I'm, I don't care if you've been on the phone for a, a month or two months or three months. The out is very simple. If, if you're struggling for whatever reason, like you got a lot going on, customers in the store, and you're, you're trying to multitask, and uh, is to calm the customer down by just saying, you know, I appreciate your patience. It's like this is my very first order that I've taken on the phone. <laughs> yeah. They don't know if it's your twenty fifth order. They don't <laughs> until know until they call com- you next week and <laughs> hear your same voice. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you're a complete boob. You know, it's like you know oh, they yeah. just and so, but it calms them down. Oh my God, I remember when I blah blah blah. You know, yeah. and but it's, so that's what I've been doing. Every almost every <laughs> order, I'm like, hey, this is. You're my first digital order here, you know, or something like uh, that, you know. That's like when uh, we get would get backed up on deliveries when I'd be a delivery driver. I'd always tell them back, I'm sorry, guys, I'm the only driver here tonight. One, because it'd give me more of a tips, and then it also tells them the fact that, sorry, for we're running a bit behind because of how many deliveries we had, so. We're just a bunch of liars. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just lie at her. <laughs> it's just, you know, they're, they're positive fibs. That's what they are. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, so Stirk Brick in the store is great. Love it. Love it. Yeah, because no customer wants to hear it's, oh, sorry, we're busy. They'll be like, a, and? Yeah. That or, you know, I mean, just people don't like that kind of stuff. But if, yeah. if they know that you're fighting and working hard, then, you know, I mean, it's like when people come in and you're really busy and they see people flying around and they see people working hard and you're still kind to them and you're still, yeah. people just, they have a little Are you off. working so Colin can have days off? Um. Yeah. Colin's going to come into that store after the two days you work. He's like, what the f- did this guy do? No, <laughs> no. Are you, why? I'm good. at. I'm a good cleaner and organizer and all that stuff. I'm not sloppy at all. I No, I'm a clean. When it comes to work. Oh, no. yeah. And, until, he, until he gets his Cisco order in. <laughs> no. No, I break everything down. I like to organize it. Cause, come on, hello. You know the way my brain works. I can't have things like sloppy on shelves. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it's all got to line up. It's all got to line up. It's all got to be like front Sam's facing. got his, like, his yeah. desk has to be like, uh-huh. if it's not a right angle, it's a wrong <laughs> angle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I like to make sure because I, I really believe preparation is the key to success. And so yeah. being prepared and organized is, is a key element. And so I think if you don't start like that, you definitely don't give yourself a leg up to be successful. So have you progressed with the new POS system? Because last week you said you started writing it on a piece of paper. Just so you know, just so you know, you know what Ray told me today? Uh-huh. He said, it is nice to work with somebody that is proactive and wanting to learn and wanting, he says, because he went on a delivery and he came back and I told him, I says, I did it this way and I wasn't sure if that was right. And he goes, oh yeah, no, that's right. I'm like, well, uh, you know, hell yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, yeah, that's um, right because I said so, right? <laughs> no, no, but it's just, I don't know. I, it's not that difficult. It just, it's just got to, it's repetition. Yeah. So, but, just, so did you write any on a piece of paper? Did no, I? no. Hey, so you've upgraded from last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I only had like one order. I just, I, but I did some, there's like a test mode and so um i just put it in test mode and just kind of got familiar with after you push what button then what screen is next yeah then when you push that button what screen is next because i had to get more comfortable with uh the payment process you know and so it's just it's just learning you know and so but finding items and and making pizzas and stuff that was easy yeah half and half is a little bit tricky yeah but once you get how you're supposed to do it easy to yeah just kind of slightly inconvenient because it, it's always the person's like yeah can i get a large lineman and you get in all put yeah can i get half of that like pepperoni but it actually has helped me because <laughs> i've had a couple people that have done that and so i've had to back out of it yeah so it's just more training 
Yeah, it's just it's like. But it's, I would. I'm not in the middle of a rush. Either yeah, on a Friday in the night. middle of a rush. You're sitting there. You're trying to do it like as fast as you can. Because I remember like training, and uh, Chris Potts would tell me. Um, because we had the old school phones that would have the time on the phone. You said, you want to take a phone call under 45 seconds. That's how fast you want this phone call to be. And I was like, even when you're like taking, he goes, everything needs to be under 45 seconds. Really? 45 <laughs> seconds and under. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it'd be because he's like, you want it to be snap quick. I think he said under a minute, but... Yeah. Um, and so that's how I how I learned to do it. And so when I would have to go sit back there in the new system, that is how I'm trained. I'm trying to get them off the phone as fast as possible because that's how I was trained. Yeah, On and off, like not like rushing them, but it's also like no, your your conversation has to have intent. Yeah, you know, and that's the way I I usually I will I will drive a conversation to, yeah. depending on how busy we are. But people normally would not be able to pick up on that. Yeah. And so then it's like you get in there and then it's when you do have those half and half. You're like sitting there trying to delete it. But then you have like yeah. another phone ringing as well and stuff like that. So Yeah, we haven't had to. I haven't had to deal with that as of yet. <laughs> well, I, oh, actually I did. But Ray was walking in and he saw my probably the look of sheer <laughs> panic on my face. And he comes circling around. But like, <laughs> But the lady was so sweet on the phone with me. You yeah. know that that I go okay. Hang in there one second. I gotta. Can you hold on for just a second? You know, I'm gonna take care of that. And uh, you pick up the phone. And you're like, uh, uh, hey, do you? Uh, thanks for calling Obmos. Do you? Can you hang ten for just a second? You know. Yeah. But I don't like to rush that. It's all gonna be. People don't realize you don't have to answer the phone quickly. It takes no less time or no more time to yeah. just say, hey, uh, do you mind hanging on for just a second? I got another call. Are you a person that puts them on mute so they can't hear anything, or do you just put it down? I put her down so they can kind of hear the progression of the the, yeah, the thing, but you have to be very conscientious that they are listening to everything you say. Oh yeah, and uh, and I, so I don't mind. I'd actually have them listen to it because if anything, it's going to help them finish the conversation when when I'm taking their yeah. call. They're going to know the process as well, and then so. maybe you can think about what they want the order. So then they're not the oh, what do I want? And you're like, but you have to oh. remain professional. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, I've always been that type because. Uh, uh, when I first took over, that's what they were trying to hit the mute button, so it sit there. But yeah. it's like I told the I told I was like, yeah, we're ain't doing that no more. No, because one, I kept getting tired of doing the whole like, like I'd come back, oh, thank you for holding this, AJ. How can I help you? And then I wouldn't get a response because they put it on mute, and so then I would just hang up because I'm like, oh, they must have <laughs> hung up or something like that. And so I would, <laughs> right there, yeah, that would be my biggest problem. But then I was like, no, no, they want to hear that we're yeah. busy. We, well, there's nothing worse than dead air. Yeah. Oh, it's like the worst thing. Yeah. Because they always say now that if you don't answer a phone or if, when you're put on hold, that 20 seconds feels like a, a minute. Yeah. And I could see that. In dead but air? There's, there's nothing worse. No, not even dead air, just like, like that. General? So at least you have something. One that I hate is those answering, you know, thank you for, you know, holding. Your business is very important to us. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. That makes me crazy. And I wish that they would be a little bit, what I, what I would love to do, and if we ever put it, our, our phones into that kind of a queue mm -hmm. you know if it ever became to where that's kind of how we did it which i don't see happening but you never know um i would want to give them trivia something that they could look forward to you know like yeah so you know how many what's the favorite topping on a pizza in north america whatever like that and then give them three you go here's your multiple choice and give them three different topics i think we should just play them the odd nose rap <laughs> <laughs> on there when, whenever well, they put, them put some extra the cheese, <laughs> cheese on that bitch put some yeah. extra cheese on that bitch say we have to answer the phone before it gets to that part of the the, the rap nah they, <laughs> that's the only part of the rap that <laughs> will be played <laughs> can you please hold for one moment put like some extra cheese on that bitch <laughs> you can see it now it's like wow you guys have had a real spike in extra cheese on your pizzas lately well, I don't know hey I'm just trying to upsell some extra cheese here <laughs> um but no, it's a. We need to have some trivia or something that yeah. people, basically is trying to keep people engaged, you know. Because if you're like, hey, you got a hold, but we got trivia for you, they're gonna, go, oh, okay, you know. And they yeah. say, so here's first trivia question. And so then you're gonna have people get on the phone, go, oh my god, I didn't know the answer to the last one, whatever, you know. And so well, oh. what was the question? You know, and I think for that, even if somebody had to hold for like three minutes, which is not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, you know, by the time they get out, I mean, they, they would, they wouldn't be angry. Mm -hmm. You know, the conversations would go a lot better. And if they knew that they were getting put on hold because it was a Friday night, they would already be at a different tone thinking, that's ah, go. I'll do some trivia. Yeah. And as long as you just change trivia once a week or something. So yeah, here's my thing is like, uh, or just don't put people on hold. So here is me and I know you and I have both the, a different 
feel about putting people on hold because yours is don't let the phone ring more than twice. Nobody gets put on hold. Yeah. And because you're totally willing to stop having somebody make a pizza to come answer a phone. Mm-hmm. But I am the total opposite because I feel like if the kitchen gets backed up, then everything gets backed you're up. Just, you're capping your business is all you're doing. You're capping. You put people on hold, you're capping your business. Yeah. But obviously, I don't choose to. Like, I'm like, you know what? Put these motherfuckers on hold. Uh, but I'm I'm willing to, like, I'll run up front. And I'm willing to put them on hold for 30 seconds instead of just making somebody come up and take the phone really fast because nothing drives me more nuts than when the kitchen gets backed up and then the person up front is getting extra phone calls from deliveries, which is then hindering your business because they're like, oh, where's my delivery or stuff like that. So that's why <laughs> I'm more of a put it on hold for a second than a call somebody up here but we all have different philosophies yeah 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 you hate me i get it <laughs> no no it's okay i'm just i'm looking at how successful i've been <laughs> uh, oh oh okay all right hmm. all right but no you know, it's, i um, can't wait to piss on your grave <laughs> no. no the thing is <laughs> the thing is uh um you know that's usually when i when before this I would I would go into a store that was struggling, failing, or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. um, I never really went into successful stores. You yeah. know, my my goal was to to go in and, and you know do what I could. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, I got a lot of experience in that. And there's a lot of common denominators into to companies and stores and things like that that are dealing with the struggles and trying to make it. And it's like usually that's one of the most common things is um you know I, I go in with a very simple philosophy there the flyer goes on every box so then every customer gets a flyer and it, you get your circulation of flyers out there and things like that because you never know if you know you're you know a friend has a friend over and they've never had your pizza they have a flyer on top of the box they can take with them yeah you know so you just never know when you're going to pick up the residual sales like that and you always want to keep fortifying them with new coupons you know so that's number yeah. one and number two nobody goes on hold and the, that that i those are the only two things that i change when i walk into a store yeah and it's it's not necessarily just the whole capping of the business thing it is the sense of urgency approach yeah is you got to create a sense of urgency in the store so every order should be out the first and the other thing is is the first three orders should be at somebody's doorstep when they order within 20 minutes oh, so yeah. if you order a pizza at four o'clock and you're one of the first three orders out of the gate you should have your pizza by 420 on yeah. your doorstep. Not, you know, here. They should be knocking on your door. Here's your pizza, you know. I and thought you were knocking on wood for something else. What are you knocking on wood? It's so every rush, because they always come in rushes, should have that yeah. same kind of push. Yeah. And uh, if you can get, you know, your employees to, to get dialed in on that kind of urgency, ah, you, you're going to be successful. Yeah. And you know what's like another thing, too, is like creating like the rack, basically like the ammunition of like getting the skin slapped out is what mm-hmm. we call a rack. It's like the ammunition having like so you have like even five mediums, five larges, five XLs. Yeah, so when those come in, just come in right then and there. I was talking to Ian the other day and he was like, oh, yeah, I got hammered. Like it was just me and two other people and I got hammered and stuff like that. And so I keep one of the drivers inside. I was like, I would hate you if I, you were my boss. If I was a delivery driver and you told me to stay inside, I'd be pissed because you're costing me money. Because my job is to deliver pizzas, make pizzas, and stuff like that. But if you're keeping me inside from doing it, and I was like, did you ever think about getting a rack going so you'd be prepared, like, even just extra prepared because those first three orders Mm -hmm. are done like that instead of you having to slap out those three orders. And he's like, well, no, I need to get back in the, I need to get in the habit of doing that. And I was like, yeah, because if I was your delivery driver, I'd be pissed if you're like, hey, I need you to stay in here while this Mm -hmm. other driver gets to take deliveries. I think it depends. If you you were having him get skipped over, that'd be one thing. But there's... Sometimes it's, um, you know, for me, it uh, depending on who you have, what your crew is like, yeah. and where your labor's at, all that kind of stuff. Because what I'll do is I'll actually, if I need help inside, uh, whoever comes in delivery last washes their hands, and they're inside until the next delivery driver comes back. Yeah. And so the, they'll stay inside as you're doing the, all that kind of stuff. And so we'll rotate one in every single time, but they're all still in order. Yeah. See, my thing is like, and obviously our philosophy. I think the faster that the drivers leave, the faster they get to come back. Mm-hmm. Well, it's two and out. Two, two, two deliveries out. No more than two. Yeah. There's a lot of people that, that 
you know, crank them up and they're like, they take four or five deliveries. Well, they're oh, kind on of one, in the same one area person? in one route. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, heck no. No. Yeah. So I'm more of like the get the driver because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you want me to stay in time? I was like, no, the faster you leave, the faster you can come back. Because mm-hmm. I usually, if I'm by myself like that, I usually will do like, you know, two, three carryouts to one delivery when I'm when I'm making the orders case. So I'll make two, del- two carryouts and I'll make the delivery and stuff like that. And then I'll make the two carryouts and make the delivery kind of because I get a little bit more time with the deliveries. And then that way, if the driver does get back sooner than that's made, then they could help me out that few minutes and stuff. So it's kind of it's really interesting to me how every store does it just a little different. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their way that it works best for them. Yeah. I, I think that's just how I've always done it is like the faster you leave, the faster you come back. Yeah. So No, I agree. I mean, like, I've dealt with the people that are like, oh, you take these seven, you know, and then they're off the counter, and it's like, yeah. that is such garbage. <laughs> yeah. Unless <laughs> they're, like, neighbors, I well, don't do more than four. Unless, I, obviously, I have one driver, well, and you need to take four deliveries, but... Because the way I look at it is, is so... Okay, so when the first pizza comes out on that, let's say you do four, just, you know, just because of a situational thing. Because um, I know that you don't do that on a normal basis, just situational. So we'll just yeah. go situational. Um when you get that first one out, it sits in the bag. Mm-hmm. And so then you get the next order comes out and that's behind it. Then you get the next order come out and that's behind it. So you have to, your first order has got to wait until all four orders have actually gotten out of the oven and boxed up and, and, and bagged up, right? Right. Then you're taking them out to the car and then you, do you have sodas? Do you have other things you need to go grab? So then you're going in and out of the store depending on you know what you need to grab because you can't carry all four bags usually at the same time yeah so you may have to take two or three trips depending on what you have to do sometimes upwards of five or six trips depending on sodas and things like that and then you got to get them all in your car and do that kind of stuff and so i feel like there's a lot more wasted time after you get past two yeah because if you have two you could pretty much carry the whole order out usually in one trip yeah um, unless you have to grab a soda or something, you but then something you go like run in really but fast, normally, grab a soda. at the most, you'll have two trips. Yeah. You know, and then you're out the door. And so when you're thinking about it, as soon as they hit the road, they're already, you know, five minutes ahead. And so you compound that to, if it's if it takes, let's say, five minutes for a driver to get out, get their addresses in, and go, you take that and you make that four orders, you know, yeah. then, then again, there's more time. You know, because if they just do the one order, when they get to the other order, which they should be routing the whole route. See, I'm a big guy of like, uh, like, okay, if I know I'm going to have you take these four, because let's say we have one one driver late at night, like nine o'clock when people like to order and stuff like that. You got like four deliveries and stuff like all close. I'll tell him, I said, stop making that order. Go assign your tickets. Get ready. Get prepared. Mm-hmm. Because when these are done you need to leave. So it's yeah. like, okay, by the first two, he's coming in. By the time he comes back in, the other two are ready for him to take out. Yeah. And he's gone. And like, there's two that is if you can pre-prepare, if you have the opportunity to have them take out whatever sodas or whatever like yeah. that. I mean, yeah, there's, there's different ways to buck the system as far as that goes, but the approach should still be the same. Yeah. That's yeah. what one of my older employees or old employees, his name was Brad, old like military veteran and stuff like that. He would mm-hmm. come in from his deliveries. He would see what drivers are there and he's like, okay, what are the plans for deliveries? It's like, I was like, I don't have any doubles or anything like that. He'd go, okay, so one, two, three, so this should be mine. Let me see, let me go check. Okay, I have the third one. He'll literally go assign that ticket to himself, put whatever he needs in, and then come in and help us out and stuff like that. So he's prepared. Like, Can it be nice if everybody did that? No. Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, nobody would ever do that. And I think what's it's hard is... um. You've got everybody's got to be working out the same system as well. Because yeah. if not, you start having intersections, you know, where somebody's working on something, and it's like, yeah, you just got to make sure that the flow is, you know, everybody's working on the same page. What also sucks too is like, especially when you deal with employees, and not sucks, but <laughs> it happens in general in any any type of thing. It's like, oh, well, Mike said to do it this way. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I well used no, to get that Mike a lot. never said to ever do it that way or anything like that. Or it's like, oh, Aaron said to do it this way. That's like. We kept getting, I would like tell an employee, I said, why you make, I was like, didn't I just talk to you about last week about doing it like this? And he's like, well, Aaron told us to do it this way. I said, I know Aaron did not tell you to do that because I have to get on Aaron about him putting a little bit more toppings on certain, like Canadian bacon, they'll do like a little light and stuff like that. And they're like sweet spots. They're like overlapping each other and stuff like that. Sam and I were scapegoats for a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. You know, like Sam and I would be in a store and then, then we'd leave and you get all the older employees that are like, well... Sam and Mike are the owners, and they're telling me to do it this way, so I'm going to listen to them. Yeah. And I, I quickly will call them on it and say, listen, if, if, like, David's running the store, you listen to David. Yeah. You know, but it's hard. I mean, that's what's hard in the company right now. Eight stores, everybody has 
you know, it's like the telephone game you used to play when you were a kid. Oh yeah, where you tell something to somebody, and by the time it comes around to the eighth time, you're like, "Well, that wasn't even <laughs> that wasn't even close to the original message." Yeah. You're like, "How did you get pineapple yeah. juice out and of so, when I said pepperoni pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now that the company is the size that it is, it's it's just difficult. The message gets watered down and changed a little bit, adjusted, and yeah. You Some know. people get their own ideas and then... Oh, God, we're not going to talk about own ideas. we got nothing but entrepreneurial-minded people working for us. Yeah. So, getting in... So, you know Pomino's Pizza. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, when you call... Like, you call in, it gives them the list of specials that you have. Mm-hmm. How could we get that? Because that thing is what always kind of, I feel like, clogs some phone calls, is that they always ask, like, oh, hey, what specials do you have? Which our specials don't really change... Ever. It's not like we have like a daily special or like a special soup or anything like that. Like it's, it's not like soup of the day, soup of the day or whatever it is. Like we don't change. Uh, no. Like so, could there be a point where like when they call it, like instead of it ringing, it basically kind of tells them the specials and then like rings to us type thing where they don't then have to don't ask about specials. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. It's just that it's a phone tree thing, that where they you know like they ring in and goes. Thank you for calling Domino's. Here are, oh my God, see, I just said it. So painful this is. Wow. Thank you for calling Pomino's Pizza. These are our current specials, right? Or they go heavy, and make sure you try this. And and I get that there's value to that, but I just don't want to digitally answer a phone. Yeah. And I don't think anybody else cares but me about that as much. I, I, it bothers me. I like somebody to answer the phone, and the tone that they set should be the tone of our company. You know, yeah, I just positive feel like, and, and and uplifting. Well, they they could still answer it the same way when they answer it. Like it just all it does is telling you the specials because then it kind of gives you whole through the. Hi, pro- my name is Michael. <laughs> Yeah, but no. see, my thing is like I feel like efficiency wise, it's like you call and be like, "Oh, thank you for calling Odmo's Pizza and Candy." This is AJ, I, how can I help you? Oh yeah, what special do you have? Because they have yet to decide what they want for food. They just want to know the specials, and then you're on the phone a little extra, which we don't mind. But in like a Friday night rush or any time that you're just getting smacked when you did not expect to get smacked, like and I think that, I think there's there's something to that too, and I and I, I so I don't disagree with that because I yeah. think. If they've been conditioned a little bit, I mean, you can basically lead the customers where you want them to go, um, which, you know, has a lot of advantages, too. Like you say, it's time. And if you had an extra 12 or 15 seconds, which may not sound like a whole lot of time, but when you're making pizzas, you could knock a pizza out and, you know. twelve. I mean, that's a that's an extra large pepperoni for us. Like, yeah. that's boom. I could have had to make it. And so I, I do see that. And, um, and to have them conditioned already to be able to say that I... I I would have, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, I just have really not, yeah, because I, I think that you're right. When somebody calls, um, if you qualify them by saying, hey, do you guys have any coupons tonight with your order? If they go, no, they can say, well, you know, and then they say, well, what are your specials? You know? Yeah. Um, then you got to go through the list of specials. And, yeah. and, and usually yeah. it's like you then pick they like get, two they, or they gotta three. Think, and, cause then they got to think. And you're right. And that's kind of the customer service side. Because I always say, well, how many people are you feeding tonight? Yeah. Like, well, I don't know, there's like six of us. Oh, then I can narrow it down to the kind of specials that they want. Um, and I wonder how much value now with all the digital ordering that's mm-hmm. happening. Because um, they could go online and, and go through all of that stuff themselves. Yeah, but it's like one extra step for a customer. And that's like, and then especially depending if, like, you know, you have customers that have been ordering for you for your 20 years that are now, say, 65, 80 or so between the area. You mean if they started at, like ordering at sixty or fifty? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is there? But they're now that they start opening, they don't really kind of know to go online to check the things. They just call in and then they're. Yeah. They just do their thing. But then again, yeah. those aren't the people that they already know exactly what they want. So there's not yeah. a whole lot of like, oh, I don't know. Um, you know that. You know, I think those people are those people. Yeah, because there's the people that will ask for the specials when they first do it or they'll order what they want and they're like is there any coupons that you can add on to that that drives me nuts i'll tell them no i said oh, no if you if you don't know then why why should i be like yeah like i think that i've narrowed it down to like five customers i think it's five one is um there are coupon people you know yeah. and then there are specials people like they'll just call them go hey what are your specials tonight you know, and then you have people that have a coupon and they'll still ask, so what are your specials tonight? You know, and then they go, oh, no, this is just a better coupon. And then you have your people that just um, want a good pizza. Yeah. And they just call. So I, I'm not, there's no coupons, no specials, just give me what I want. 
You yeah. know, don't ask me any questions. You know, yeah, just, I just want the extra large pepperoni. That's all I want. Quit being so nice to me. Just give me my goddamn. <laughs> you know, just stop trying to upsell me. I'm like, yeah. man, I just, did, I just wanted to give you a coupon, dude. <laughs> but um, and then you have people that just kind of, for whatever reason, bounce by, and they really have no rhyme or reason. You know, they're not. Yeah. And um, and you know, it's each one of them kind of get approached a different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, old older customers are are nice, but at the same time, there's expectation. Yeah. You know, so especially when you change prices. Ooh. Well, I used to get this for blah blah blah. I'm like, I know, I know, AJ is getting expensive. Hey, you know, <laughs> so. hey, it is what it is. All right, yeah. I'm getting a little mm. expended out here. Well, we talk a lot of pizza so far. Yeah, but you know, it is it is kind of interesting though, and we we could really get into a lot of customer service and and how to handle rushes. And I mean, I just that's the kind of stuff I get all fired up about. But yeah. I'm just like, I'm working in a store now. I'm really, I'm really digging it. Does everyone notice that he's working not really busy days? He's only working the mornings and never nights those days. Hey. Work a Friday night, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work up to that. Can you even hang? Probably not. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I will say. Remember, I said. <laughs> Why don't you be Ray the phone me? tech for a Friday night? <laughs> Ray um, gave me a compliment, like I said, about learning as quickly as I've learned and stuff. Yeah. But he's also blown away because he's like already making all kinds of comments about. Well, you know, you know, I don't make pizzas as fast as you, and you know that you know, and and, and you know, I know you make dough really quickly and stuff because I was already like, knocking out. He's like, so. I'm gonna go ahead and just start prepping stuff while you take care of those types of things and stuff. So no, I'm I'm making an impact. Yeah, I haven't lost my uh, I haven't lost my ability. Did you feel to do a little this. rest in the fingers a little bit when you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> my 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 fingers and my wrist. Yeah. Um, from from kneading the dough again because I did you know like I said five batches uh, and then yesterday we did three or four. Um. And you can, I can feel it. Feel the arthritis again. Well, it's just like you know. Hey, wow. you should get that auto auto dole roller that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Save yourself from the arthritis. No, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it, I'm I'm back in it, and loving it, absolutely yeah. loving it. Um, but it's work. Yeah. But hey. that's what I like. So it's a lot easier than sitting behind a desk or doing all the other. You crap. can tell me your wife just doesn't want you at home anymore no, while she's working. No. She's like, just get out of my hair. No, are you kidding me? She's got a to-do list. She, to get me out of her hair, she just hands me the list. <laughs> she's like, stop bothering me. Uh-huh, go do this. <laughs> she's getting close to retirement, though, so it, I don't know. It's going to be different. Yeah. 264 days. That's what uh, I've taken, like, the little vacation and stuff like that, and then Sienna's like, I like it. This is kind of nice, the fact I get to come home and things are done. I don't have to do it. And I was like, yeah, like... I kind of like being home right now. I was like, you know, why don't you just go make this much money? I'll be a stay-at-home dad, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have, like, you know, an apron going on, stuff like that. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool because normally you just wear a bib. Yeah. So, you know, having a full apron. Yeah, just <laughs> only the apron. In socks, of course. You don't want to burn any, burn your toes. Oh, that's just horrible. <laughs> so did you so, watch football? Uh, I d- did watch football at so all this extra time you have, you watch football. Yeah. Did you see the Georgia game? Oh, you were watching it when we were bowling. Yeah. That was a terrible game. That was awful. That was an awful game. So who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, give me your Super. Give me your Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl picks. Chiefs, oh. Eagles. And I'm not doing that because bias. Yes, I just, you are. No, I Your just don't. Your quarterback's not durable enough to be in the. Oh Super Oh my Bowl. God, he gets hurt one time. <laughs> but name another NFC team that you feel like. Could out duel to an NFC championship. You have the really? forty. You okay? So you have forty niners. Look pretty dang good. Okay, but can a rookie quarterback that was Mister Irrelevant handle the pressure of going to? Uh, he's done extremely well. Oh yeah, he has. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, he kind of reminds me of like how the Joe Burrow impact hit. Yeah. You know, he's got that kind of swagger. He's not intimidated by the spotlight. Yeah. And you know how I always talk about oh, experience. Experience is the first time in the thing. Like, Joe Burrow had a, a he was a, a rookie quarterback. He had a, a coach that had never been in the playoffs before. It's a new coach, yeah, and a bunch a bunch of new players. So I don't know. I'll be curious. This will be a, his like actual test. The third time he faced the Seahawks, and we'll see how he handles the playoffs. The because there's definitely a different weight when it comes to regular season and yeah. playoffs. But the good thing about being a backup quarterback is that they have zero expectations. Nobody's expecting you to go. That's like Nick Foles when he won the Super Bowl. Nobody expected you to go and win the Super Bowl. No. 
There's zero expectation. No, and I, I think that that does it. Um, that has a lot to it. But, okay, so we'll just run it down. So Minnesota at Giants. Okay. Oh, so actually, no, it's Giants at Minnesota, I think. So this is... Oh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's, gotta, yeah, it's, it's gotta Giants be, yeah, at Minnesota. Minnesota. So I have a hard time trusting the Vikings. I think the Vikings win this game. I think the Vikings win... But the Giants cover. I think it'll be like a last-minute field goal. Well, what's the line on it? Three. Okay. So I think it's a. I think it'll be like a twenty-six, twenty-seven, and the Seahawks <laughs> or the Vikings kick like a last-minute field goal. They'll drive and yeah. last-minute field goal. All right. High-scoring game or low-scoring game, or just somewhere in between. I think it'll probably be around the fifty-three. So. Okay. So twenty to be like twenty-six, twenty. <sighs> Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I, 26, 27. Yeah, I guess working's tiring me out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Welcome to the club, old man. Whatever. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, Seattle and San Francisco. Okay. I think <laughs> San Francisco wins and Seattle covers. Oh. What's it's like 10 points. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It is a division rival game. And, you know, Sam, my business partner, is a huge Niner person. I'm a huge Hawk person. Yeah. But you know, take take my my heart out of it. The Niners should kill them. <laughs> really, you think killing them? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be a fourteen to eighteen point game. Well, fourteen to seven. Oh, oh so you think 49ers cover the spread? Yeah, I think 49ers gonna be. Uh, I think there's gonna be there's some the playoffs brings out either brings you out or brings you down. So. I, I, you know, I, I shouldn't be so cruel about that, but I would like it. But I didn't give this. I didn't give like Detroit a chance to beat Green Bay either. In yeah. Lambo and all that stuff, and you know, so I don't know. I don't call games well. Yeah, I um, think 49ers win, Seahawks cover though. Okay, so then you got uh, Dallas at Tampa Bay. This is a tricky game. So this is what I think. So Dallas just lost the Commanders, disgusting, losing twenty six to six. It was awful. And Tom Brady is plus money here. Tom Brady is undefeated against Dallas, seven and zero. And that's what makes me think. And this, I'm going to tell you, I'm starting to think some of this sh- stuff is rigged because I've missed a lot of parlays by just one one point or anything mm-hmm. like that. I had like a DraftKings had like a two time same game parlay, and it was all of them hit except for uh, Paulo Blanchi for the Magic. He was supposed to score 20 points. Mm-hmm. He scored 19 last night against the Blazers, and missed a last like two minute when he got fouled. He missed a free throw. <laughs> and then made the next one and got him to 19, and then they did, they didn't give him the ball to get fouled again. Well, that's just so I'm starting to think it's rigged. But I think America, looking at statistics, America likes the underdogs. America likes Tom Brady. This just feels like a game that people are going to put the money on Tom Brady, and people are going to lose. And I think the Cowboys actually come out and win this game. I don't know. I got. It just it lines up is like the Cowboys get screwed. Tom Brady's an underdog. Oh. Like, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay again. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wear my Tampa Bay shirt just for you. Yeah. So and I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I just respect how good he is at what he does. Yeah. He's I, gonna have his team ready. Yeah. I mean, I just that's just my. Okay, so we're going to the AFC now. We got Baltimore, at Cincinnati. Cincinnati all the way. Yeah. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo all the way. Oh, Miami's gonna get crushed. Yeah. They're going to get crushed. <laughs> They're going to get crushed. Sorry. Backup quarterbacks are dog water. <laughs> there, there's a little shout out to Gage right there. Going to get Gage crushed. Boy. So we got Chargers at Jacksonville. This is the game. This is the tough one. This is the tough one. I'm I'm taking, because, of course, America likes underdog stories. I like Doug Peterson a lot, too. So uh, I'm taking Jacksonville because I think they've been on a hot streak. And Chargers could be without Mike Williams because he was having, like, got a back injury mm-hmm. the last game and he was struggling to walk out. Now, all x rays and MRIs came out that it was n- nothing serious or anything like that, but I don't know if he'll actually play. So really depends if Mike Williams plays, but being hurt. That's a tough call. My heart says Jacksonville um, just because of the underdog situation. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I think the Chargers are that team that they just were trying to get through the regular season to get to the playoffs. Yeah. So I think the Chargers are mentally ready to come into the playoffs. I think they're they're going to come out real strong in the first game. So I got the Chargers. It's only a one point spread too for them. 
I say it's gonna be a fantastic game. Yeah. I mean, the only ones I can't figure out to call are I feel pretty strongly about Minnesota. I feel strongly about San Francisco. It's a Tampa Bay Dallas one that's kind of a tricky one. And yeah. so I feel great about Cincinnati. I feel great about Buffalo, but it's the Jacksonville Chargers game that I just Yeah, there's that those two games yeah. are just like, oh my goodness. Well, it's pretty cool though. It's exciting. I lo- I love uh I love playoff football. Yeah, we'll have that when uh, we have a bowling tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. That we're doing, and we'll be watching those Sunday games. Yeah, now I got to go pick up my bowling ball because it's in the locker. Oh yeah, and I don't want to bowl with a house ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a tournament, I'm bad enough as it is. I don't want to. I don't want to pad how so bad I am. Eric, uh, Eric ended up betting me. So twenty dollars for both days. He does not think we'll make the top half of teams. So me and Jeff are teammates in the first one, and there's sixty teams. So he doesn't think that we'll be thirty and above. Who's, I feel like who's who's on Sunday's team then? Me, you, and Jeff, because it triples. It's a doubles day the first day, and then triples the second day. So you're betting him on Saturday, so not Sunday. So I'm not oh, part no, of this. Both, not, both days, too. Both days? I said both days. I said, I bet you even both days, even with Mike, too, that will be above the first half. What do you mean, even with Mike? Like <laughs> 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 ankle weights here or something? Yeah. God. Cool. Hey, I've been bowling pretty good. Yeah? No. No, I really haven't. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why. Yeah, I'm going to practice. <laughs> why tomorrow. you wanted me to be a part of? This I thing. needed a third. You were my last resort. Um, <laughs> I've been a third wheel most of my life. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll just actually. Con- you're my main. You're my main guy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, actually, uh, I don't even know what my average. Is. I think it's like 170 something. So yeah, I think Jeff's is 154, and then mine was 140 something. But even though I've been destroying my averages lately, it just it's like a credit score, dude. It takes for ever mm-hmm. to get it up it's like every week i was going up by like two points and then it's like you have like one bad week and it goes down by seven mm-hmm. yeah it's so hard to keep it up yep i don't know kind of crazy though i um i'm looking forward to it though yeah i'm in a i told you about my theory of my like the football gloves what remember when i was wearing my football oh, yeah. like, gloves doing it to get that grip and stuff like that uh, and i was ball. too too worried about people who are making fun of me, but I, I, I want to try again. I'm going to try because we're, uh, I'm going practicing tomorrow to kind of get it. And I'm, why? Because I'm trying to get the revs to come, come back with the ball. So I'm trying to keep my line more instead of going out on the lane and coming back in too far. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I leave a lot of pins when I go too far out because I'm not getting <laughs> that right angle. So I'm trying to get the enough revs where I'm kind of staying in that oil till like the last minute to come in. Mm. So because I feel like I've watched like a lot of. And I, I, I've been trying to take this a lot seriously, too, because I want to make sure I'm a top, the top half because I don't want to lose 20 bucks. Um, this episode is sponsored, sponsored by, by Odd Mo's Pizza. Yeah. Gambling Anonymous and Odd Mo's Pizza <laughs> are paired together <laughs> to help you with your DraftKings gambling. No. Yeah. Order a pizza. Order a pizza TV. instead of gambling <laughs> your money away. Yeah. There you go. So, no. Um. So yeah, so so you're gonna start practicing this week with the glove? Yeah, I'm just trying it. I'm trying it on Thursday, see how it works, and then I'm not actually gonna do it on the tournament day. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you might want to just stick with your what your routine is right now and all yeah. that. Oh yeah, um, just so you can get your groove in there because the the lanes out in McMinnville are gonna be very different. Oh yeah, that's why we're going to we're uh, uh we're practicing at Woodburn because that's what uh Eric kept telling you. He's like, well, different lanes and stuff like that, and I was like. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to the same lanes I've been playing at. Let me go to a different lane and everything like that. So yeah. So then, um, yeah, you know what's funny is this last, you know, we were going, oh, we have another weekend to be able to like knock out the rest of the garage and yeah. finish up some other projects. We've got to rebuild the fencing out there for the sheep, you know, yeah. stuff like that. You forgot about the tournament. Well, no, I just it's on my phone. It's an alert on my phone. Yeah. And so my alert hadn't popped up, so I hadn't even I wasn't even thinking about it really. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I'm, I also have a charity, a charity dinner to go to Saturday night. <laughs> oh, do you? So my whole weekend is pretty much, you know. Oh, see, that's why I usually, uh, before I ever say yes to anything is I usually am like, Hey babe, do we have anything planned this weekend? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Why? Okay. I, Cause I'm doing this now. Like, <laughs> oh Yeah. Call no. me whipped, but I'll forget anything and everything. That's what. See, my problem is just like Mike. I'll make plans, forget about plans, and I'll make other plans mm-hmm. on that same day, same time, same everything, and yeah. then I have to cancel on one of them. So, yeah, I'm I'm bad at that because I just you know people say, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, well it's next Wednesday. I'm like, sure, count me in. 
you know, and and I don't even check my schedule first. Mm, right oh, over here. Just because I'm excited. I'm excited. I love when people invite me to do stuff. Yeah. That's like yeah. Zach was hitting me up yesterday to go to the Blazer game, and I'm like, oh, I want to go so bad. But I promised Sienna that I would at least stay home one night with her during this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say, because I got, I got Saturday night. I'm supposed to, yeah, I have we have Blazer tickets for Saturday night. Oh, yeah. But I have that charity thing that I have to go to for kicking cancer. Oh, nice. And they're going to have all the different uh, recipients and uh, all the people that uh, they've highlighted in their journeys and things like that. And then they also are going to honor a lot of the, you know, the people that donate and all that kind of stuff. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I can't go to the Blazer game. Sorry. Oh, okay. I uh, was asking. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I don't want you to ask me halfway through this week. Mm, no. Oh, uh, Okay. Halfway through this, what is today? Wednesday? Oh, I guess it already is Wednesday. Hey, yeah. when you're on vacation, you don't know what day it is. Yeah, well, what's really funny, yeah, I know. Especially, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should go on another vacation. I uh, I really, we had such a good time. We took that cruise. Yeah. And what's crazy about it is I guess that when you go down to like the Bonaire and Aruba and stuff like that, they take a kind of different channel and they say that that, the cruise going down to that one is a little bit choppier. Oh my God, I slept so well. <laughs> oh, it was just, and it was kind of stormy a little bit. Yeah. And so the boat was uh, moving pretty good. I mean, it's a it's a huge cruise line, so it's not like it's you know, it's not it's like going you're in four a, miles an hour. Not so. like you're in a fishing boat, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, boy, I slept well. Yeah. Are you a type of person that sleeps well in like other environments? Because there's like certain people that cannot sleep in hotels and stuff like that. But I can sleep anywhere. This couch right no. here, I could <laughs> out. No, really, it's all situational for me because I can't. I don't uh, hotels. I don't see very well unless it's a really nice hotel. Um, <laughs> CEO life. <laughs> again, well, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you walked right into that one. <laughs> you opened that door, walked right into it. Anyway, <laughs> but um, but no, I um. What you find out, though, is is sometimes when you get to a point in your life where, you know, like, oh, my gosh, there's a really good sale on these 1,400-count, you know, Arabian sheets or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you buy them, and you're like, oh, my God, these things are amazing, right? But then when you go sleep in anybody, any, anywhere else, you're like, oh, I can't sleep. These sheets are too itchy. So it's like double-edged sword. So, uh, yeah, you got to, I I, ping, I always take my own pillowcases. Really? Yeah. Well, because you just don't know how well. I, I have a daughter that used to clean hotel rooms and stuff, and yeah. she it was a three hundred dollar a night hotel room kind of place. So you think it's super super nice, yeah. And then she told me like what the requirements to cleaning the room are. <laughs> I can't even go to hotels anymore. <laughs> really, I just can't do it. And so from that moment, I'm like, no, we're taking pillowcases at least. See, I feel like I've probably done worse and done things worse to my body than sleeping in a hotel so i don't know but um but no so but the cruises are super super comfortable yeah and super super nice do they clean their pillowcases i'm but yeah i don't take pillowcases on the cruises <laughs> they do a pretty good job yeah but anywhere else we're like traveling yeah but like that's why like with the you know we um you know we have an rv and so it's like i get to sleep on my own bed basically yeah and um, so that's nice. I, so I don't know. Maybe it is just maybe more mental for me. Yeah. But some places I just can't sleep very well at all. Can you sleep on planes? No, not at all. Really? You sleep on planes? Oh, so good. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. Just, Even I actually, when we take like a long one, like when we flew to we flew to Miami. Yeah. And it was like, you know, one of the flights was like six hours. Yeah. No. Tired. I was so tired. Oh, it's so easy. You got to learn. A, so, you know those neck pillows? Yeah. Screw only having it around the back of your neck. You got to turn it sideways. Charles did that and it slept like a baby on the plane yeah. too. Yeah, so because you can do the side, like do whatever. No. Or even if you want to go down. It doesn't down. matter. I can't. I can't because there's no. all these other people around there. Oh, what are you afraid? They're going to touch you while you're sleeping? <laughs> no, just, <laughs> just not comfortable. Oh. Yeah, I can't do it. No, I can sleep like a baby anywhere. You'll hear it. I mean, I've even taken red eyes. You know, like where you don't sleep all day long, and then I was up all night, still really? can't sleep. Wow, it's terrible. Just get so that's the portion of the show where you should, you, we. <laughs> you should just get boozed up beforehand, like just just like piss a drunk before you get on the plane. So you no, can. because then I'd have to keep getting up, go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
Look at all these, all these things fight against my comfort. <laughs> my, com- I should be able to be more comfortable than this. Oh well, you just it sounds like you just need to sleep f- or do first class and get like one of those little bubble chairs or something like that. Yeah, have you have you ever been in first class? No, I haven't either. Yeah, I really I, when we were flying back and forth to Kentucky a couple times, I saw all those people in first class and I saw like and I was like and how they got to go on first and they get like the people come to them really fast for food, mm-hmm. drinks, or anything they want. I was like, gosh. I want to fly, fly first class just one time. I've never even priced it out. That's how. That's how much I'm not like. Uh, I'm not getting first class. Kind yeah. of. It's not that I don't want it, um, but it just. I'm just not programmed that way. Like See, I'm not looking for that luxury, even though I would love that luxury. I heard. Well, actually, so when Santa and I flew to Cancun, mm-hmm. whatever has the extra more space, whatever it doesn't really have first class, but has extra more space. Because I think we were flying out at like eleven o'clock at night, not a mm. full flight or anything like that. And we just went up there because her dad told us he's like, go up there and ask for first class. See what they do. He said, either they'll give it to you or they'll say it's a little bit extra money and you'll either pay it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And so we went up there and said, hey, can we, is there any first class spots open? And they just gave it to us that, that time. And then we asked again the next time and our, like, uh, with our ticket and they're like, oh yeah, it'd just be 80 bucks extra a piece. And so you paid 80 extra bucks, so 160 bucks to go into first class, then how much it would actually, like your $300 ticket, whatever it would have been instead of like the $700 ticket. Yeah, so, well, I will tell you that, yeah, it would have to be a long flight for me to justify. That's 160 bucks. Yeah. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was splurging. We were going to Cancun, so it was my first vacation vacation, so. Yeah, and you got to look really cool in front of Sienna. Oh, yeah, I had to. <laughs> had to. <laughs> Bala bala. But you're setting the tone, though. It's not, you know. But if you just get an all-inclusive resort, then Mm -hmm. you could basically save your money that you'd spend on, like, alcohol, food, and everything like that. Because I think we ended up paying only, like, 30 bucks or something like that after at a resort. And that, or, I think it was, like, 100 bucks because we got massages one night. Massaging her hair done. And it cost us, like, 100 bucks for our, like, four days that we were there. Other than that, we were, like, just drinking the whole time. Food was free. All-inclusive is the stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. You're making me want to go on vacation. Yeah. Hey, where are we going next? Oh, you know what? Um, we we talked about this. Uh, Denise and I actually we talked about like where would we go on a vacation next? Like, where do you really want to go? I mean, if you were to say, "Hey, we're we're retired," like, where do you want to like go? And uh, Belize is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Belize. I'm sorry. Uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica is one. And then the other one was different for her and I. Uh, mm-hmm. Hers was um, Panama. She wants to go down the Panama Canal, which I'm, I'm, I'd like to do too. I think it'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and but mine was Norway. You've been, been there like twelve times, haven't you? No, I've been there once. I went there with my mom, and uh, my aunt, and uh, oh, you went. Where did you just go with Ian? Uh, Alaska. Alaska. Okay. And so, um, but I would love to go to the northern part of Alaska uh, of Norway. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Denise and I could go, and then I thought maybe Sean and his wife could go with this as well. Yeah, see, it's definitely, like, a lot of different, like, Sienna is, like, a tropical person. She wants to go to place, like, we want to go to the yeah. Dominican, which I, I mean, I like it, too. It's a cool thing, but I I love the architecture of certain, like, things. Like, when we went to Cancun, we went to, like, the pyramids and stuff like that, and checking out the archiculture and mm-hmm. the cultures of everything is, like, what's cool to me. So I would love to go to, like, you know, like, Ireland and check all that stuff out. I'd love to kind of, like, mm-hmm. go to, like... Greece, Paris. I want to go to Paris at least once. Greece is the, and then the the third one, hers was Greece, and yeah. mine, of course, I want to go to Indonesia so I can see, you know, Sam, you yeah. know, where Sam grew up, and and uh, and get. There's a, a couple temples there. Uh, yeah. One's a Buddhist temple, and one's an India temple or something like that. That's so funny. Sam was just talking to me the other day about. He's like, you know, you let me know when you want to go to Indonesia. Like, he mm-hmm. goes, we'll go to Indonesia together. And I said, all right, Sam. <laughs> he wants us to, he's it's a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, I, we'd like to go to, I want to go to Bali, but there's also another island off of um, Indonesia that I would, I thought I'd stay at, you know, just, I just want remote. I just want to be able to relax. Yeah. Um, but that'd be kind of cool. So I, as far as the next vacation to go, um, well, since when Denise is retiring, we plan on staying a month somewhere. And so I'm not quite sure where you, I think we were probably going to stay Roatan, you know, where we're comfortable mm-hmm. for like for like the first month. So we kind of know a little bit. Like the first, like, uh, I'm retired type vibe. Yeah. Well, she's retired. I won't be retired. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're basically retired. <laughs> <laughs> no. Congratulations to two days a week, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
my I have a I have a full plate, dude. Oh you, yeah, we you crack me up with. Oh whole, yeah. Like, oh, see, it, what's funny is I know what your plate is, but nobody else does. So I choose to make fun of you for it. So thanks, <laughs> thanks. You know what's really funny is when I work from home because I'm trying to work from home now. Yeah. And I get the whole you're always on your phone. You're always doing this. You're always, like, babe. I'm kind of working from home. That's what this is. I'm like, aren't you on the computer up there all day long at work? She goes, yeah, but that's what I do. Excuse me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you think I do then? You know, what do you think I do when I wasn't at home? Yeah, I don't you know? get to do some computer stuff. <laughs> I'm like nothing. Text messages, emails, voicemails. Yeah. You know, and stuff, and uh, shoot, that's what I would. I'd have my emails up on my computer, and I'd have my phone sitting there. I have like an AirPod in just in case if I get a phone call. So I, can, I can't sit at a desk. Yeah, I, just, I can't. I just it, I'm I'm not built that way. You know, that's yeah. why I say in the office. You know, Sam and David have desks, and I have five dry erase boards on the wall. Yeah, because I can I can put my thoughts up there. And and start moving things from left to right here and there and importances and, you know, and circle some of the things that we'd like to get done, you know. I've learned to give my body a break a bit. Yeah? Yeah. You know, standing on concrete for 15 hours kind of screws up your... Now it's just laying on couches? No, it's sitting down on couches now. (laughs) Sitting down. My knees don't hurt as bad, I can tell you that right now. Yeah? tell you that <laughs> tell me you don't feel knee pain you know what i'm gonna leave, i'm gonna leave that alone oh wow aj i'm not on my knees as much as you are <laughs> in fact i'm not on my knees thank you very much you on the other hand make a living now on your knees oh wow well. but you're nasty you need jesus <laughs> <laughs> angie where are you <laughs> angie so that but, huh? what else what else you want to talk about I don't know. We got a few minutes before you got to head out. So, <laughs> before I get head well, out. before the, it's actually <laughs> over. So, we can even we you know we had such a long podcast last time. We can make a shorter podcast then, and let everybody get back to their I daily mean, lives. To be fair, it's only four minutes oh, shorter. Yeah. And why didn't Cameron come in today? I mean, Cameron's like hidden behind the computer back because he hates us now. No, he hates you. He likes me. Oh, that's fair. So, um, but yeah, he didn't. Uh, he, oh. And here he comes the last three minutes, and uh, he's gonna make an appearance. I just have to. I have to. Um, I need to borrow a mic. I didn't uh, activate this one. Oh, you didn't oh, okay. ask. You got to borrow a mic. Okay, so Cameron's now in the room. This is a message for Gage. Um, I just want to say that if anybody else has an immune system like mine, and Gage, I know you're listening. If you have an <laughs> immune system like mine, where it's just built different. Then if anybody could donate a little bit of theirs to Gage so he's not getting sick every other week, that would be really appreciated. Gage, that's for you. That's just a call to arms, if you will. Like, so. Dude dude should at least take some vitamin C tablets. You know what? Yeah, he's he's like, like the... Some, he, some he, Flintstone vitamins? Yeah. <laughs> he's like the Ford of humans. <laughs> 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 Always broken down. <laughs> Sorry, that's not. We're gonna get text messages later. (laughs) Hey, are you gonna come to his Madden tournament that he's gonna have this year? If I can get it downloaded and practice a little bit, I don't have an Xbox. In fact, I don't even have a PlayStation at home anymore. Yeah. So you should just come over to my house. You could practice. All right, I could do that. I'm locked in. I'll tell you that right now. I am locked in. (laughs) I've been practicing because I didn't like the fact I lost last year. I was mad. I won one game, which I I should not have won. I'm so proud of you. And then the other guy beat me like 70 to, I don't know, whatever. But But I I freaked him out, though, because remember on the first play, I ended up scoring a touchdown. Yeah. And he was like, oh, God. You know, and and that was the last touchdown I saw the rest of the game. You know, maybe instead of working from home and stuff like that on your phone all the time, you could go get yourself an Xbox and uh, play some Madden. No, I got got stuff to do, you know? I mean, I got stuff to do. Yeah, but do you want to be a loser all the time? No, you want (laughs) to at least win. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm still working on the house. Oh wow! You know, I hate to say this, but there's actually joy in that. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it um, it's been frustrating because I have no skills. Like uh, this is all out of my realm of like you know, I I don't have the. It's a learning experience. I'm just yeah. gonna leave it at that. But it's like I'm getting the pantry built, and I've got. I mean, so we're starting to like make headway. Like we can actually live in the house now. But now that summer's coming up, there's so much work that has to get done outside. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, I got myself a stump grinder. I got myself a wood chipper. 
Oh. And uh, you're moving up in the world. No, I just got. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to actually start working on the property. Yeah. Um, is it like one of those things that it's like it's frustrating in the moment because if it's anything like myself when it's building something or anything like that and I, I get frustrated because it's not working how I, I want it to work and stuff like that I get really frustrated and I, I literally I have to go take a time away from it I'm like if 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 I don't step away now I'm gonna throw this thing across the room so but then once you finally actually get it how you want it it's like a <sighs> well I've made a couple concessions on the frustration which is I don't know if concessions is the right word, but I've kind of given up on, um, you know, like I have to have the right tool. Um, I used to try to make everything work and I have, I don't do that anymore. I'm like, you know what? It's going to have to get done right. So there's a level of frustration when you don't know how to do something, but you want to do it right. But having the tools to do it right, God, it's like so different. Yeah. You know? And so I've, went out there and bought some different tools that I needed for the different jobs that I needed to do. And so that just made it go so much quicker. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and so, you know, I, I don't, I no longer make that concession of like not having the right tools. I have to have the right tools. And then the second thing is, is, um, I go really slow because I'm learning as I go. But then when I get it figured out, I can start like knocking it out. You have to hang I don't shelves beat today. myself up over that anymore. Because now I can build walls, I can do all kinds of crazy stuff. But everything is so new to me. Like yeah. the the island, the kitchen island that, that we built, or that I built. Um, and Denise is really into the whole like we can repurpose this, we can repurpose that. I'm like, babe, I don't have the, the ability or the talent to repurpose stuff. <laughs> and make you know, it's like I feel like I'm building a, I feel like I'm building a a treehouse or something. You know, we use a bunch of random wood, yeah. we use a bunch of random. Oh, that's a that's a cute window. Let's use it in the treehouse kind of stuff you know so it's like god it's killing me to do that and so um i'm i'm starting to say okay that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna buy something that's gonna work yeah and so like i bought newer lumber instead of trying to repurpose the lumber so yeah i'm not like that i think maybe it was like a young age when i got used cars and stuff like that you get your first used car it breaks down you get your second used car it breaks down you get so tired of buying the used stuff or doing the used stuff you're like Mm -hmm. i just need to go get something new yeah. At least will last me at least longer than these used cars do. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, the truck I'm driving right now, I had that, I've had that since 2004. I bought that brand new in 2004. Yeah. And same Almost truck. 20 years. Yep. So I've mm-hmm. got my value out of it, you yeah. know. Now, it, it was expensive when I bought it, not compared to trucks nowadays. Good Lord. Yeah. You know, but, you know, and so I, there's a lot to that. And so that's how I'm kind of a, so it's been kind of fun, but it seems like every project that I have at the house I have to learn how to do it. Yeah. Because they're all different. Yeah. I got to fix the ceiling. Oh, good luck with that. That's... <laughs> oh, it's terrible. You know, well, that the, the one ceiling, I already, I already redid the one ceiling. But I mean, this one's got like, it had a leak. And so I've got to look at a skylight. And so that's going to be, I don't know. I'm scared to death of that one because that deals with roofing as well. Yeah. And getting up on, on the roof heights. You, you good with heights? I'm good with heights. Oh, okay. I was a monkey when I was a kid, so. And I have fallen off a ladder, so it's like I, I realize <laughs> how how hard pavement is. <laughs> I hope one day you come in just in a sling and you're like, I fell off the ladder. I was, it, no, no, I'm very, it was an aluminum ladder, and it was um, it, it was maybe probably not straight up and down, but mm-hmm. I think it was like on partial on a curb and partial off of a curb. Like on, not a curb, but like our driveway. We had a driveway, yeah. and I was, I was painting the the lines on. We had a Winnebago, an old '85 Winnebago. Yeah. So I was repainting a bunch, of little parts of it to make it look a little nicer than it was. And uh, so I was in the driveway, and then there's like that dirt that's right next to the driveway. Yeah. And so I had like I think one leg on, one leg off, and the one buckled. Did you think it was a good idea to have one leg on, one leg off? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember making oh. that decision. <laughs> on whether or not it was a good idea. <laughs> it's the man All thing I remember just... was the ladder buckled and it just started coming down. And I got my arm caught in the ladder. Oof. And I, now whenever I set up a ladder to do anything, <laughs> you know what's funny? Is if my wife listened to this, she's going to get to this moment and roll her eyes. I can feel it. <laughs> I don't know where, wherever she is and whenever she's she listens to this. She's rolling her eyes now is I'm going to get it, and all of a sudden I'm going to feel this little chill go up my back. I'm like, oh, my God, she must have made it to the last part of the podcast because (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to tell you that I am, like, very cautious and I set the ladders up correctly and all that, but 
we just got through putting a bunch of stuff up in the garage mm-hmm. in the rafters and stuff. <laughs> She's like, um, you're not going to climb the ladder like that, are you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with that? And she says, well, you had to have seen it, but yeah, it was not set up well. I could tell like when you put it in the dirt that you did like one of those, like you placed it there, kind of did the man shake yes, to see if it, if, it. if it wiggled enough. And you're like, huh, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I did. I was like, trr, trr, trr. I tested it. Yeah. You do the. And then I'm like, you know, and then it's like, well, the maximum weight says 225. I'm 235. So <laughs> <sighs> that's just a, just a recommendation. I think that ladder that I was using was a 185 pound ladder and I was 215 at that point, but I don't know. So anyway. All right. Well, we're out of time, guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah, Cam. <laughs> oh, okay. So, That's nice you're adding him into it. Yeah, of course. Always try to. Gage, we missed you. Zach, I'm, you're killing me, dude. Yeah. You're actually at this point, I'm going to just come kidnap you and bring you in. We should bag him. We should bag him and tag him and bring him in. We should do that. We should actually set that. You should call his boss and be like, can we please just do this where we'll come put a bag on him, duct tape his feet, and just pull him out of there? <laughs> like, you know, and, But don't tell any of his coworkers either. Like, But the boss knows, but nobody else knows. We And just take him out. I like that idea. In fact, yeah. Make and a I, call. I got to call. His, I don't have his wife's number. You know, maybe I'll have. You know what I could do? If I talk to his boss and get it approved, then he'll probably have his wife's number for emergency contact, mm-hmm. and then see if we can set it up. That would be awesome. That'd be hilarious. Alright, well, anyway, now we're just getting silly. Yeah, so. but we actually do. Cam, take us out of here. Three wins the series.